All right. Welcome back to the Know Your Numbers REI podcast. This is your host, Chris McCormack. I'm a CPA certified tax planner and founder of Better Books Accounting, where it is our goal to eliminate the overwhelm and the confusion that many real estate investors feel when it comes to real estate tax. And how we do that is through proactive planning and building strong relationships with our clients so that we can continue to plan for the future, keep more money in your account and grow your portfolio. And so if you are looking for a real estate tax consultant, we are currently onboarding people into our tax planning services for the 2024 tax year, which would include 2023 tax preparation and any thing we can do around that. So if that's something you're interested in and after listening to this podcast or watching this video, you feel like you might be a good fit, we can definitely take you through our system, give you a consult on what you're currently missing out on and see again if we would be a good fit to work with you and provide you with some savings. So reach out to the Better Books team and we will get you set up. Today, we're going to be talking about some things that you should be aware of as we look forward to the 2024 tax year. There has been a lot of changes recently to the tax law, both for this year and in recent years. It seems that they're going to continue to change it as our government is looking for ways to generate revenue and pay off some of that debt that they're currently incurring while also incentivizing some economic investment. So part of that is changing the tax code. We live in a society that believes that the tax code is a way to incentivize investment, but also find ways to tax their people. And, and so that's what we get as part of being American citizens. And it is our job at Better Books to stay up to date on the tax code, educate you and plan around it. So today we'll be diving into some of the things that you should be aware of here in 2024, especially as it relates to real estate tax. So the first thing that we are keeping our eyes on and focusing on is the Corporate Transparency Act. We have talked about this quite a bit on the podcast. We have a episode directly related to it and what it means for you as the real estate investor. If you are our client, you are very much aware of it as we've given you notice and we'll continue to work with you around it and how we can best approach it. But for those that might not be a client, might be new to the show, the Corporate Transparency Act is passing or the requirements of it are beginning January 1, 2024. And so what that means for you is if you have any sort of entity and you are the owner, you have to be aware of some of these changes. Starting January 1, 2024, if you begin an entity in 2024, you need to be aware of these changes. And if you plan to begin an entity anytime beyond that, you should be aware of these changes. And basically what it's requiring is stronger reporting requirements. It is the government and really FinCEN, which is the organization tasked with trying to limit the amount of money laundering and illegal activities within our country. They have required entity owners, business owners to increase their reporting requirements. So if you had an entity beginning before January 1, 2024, so up to December 31st, 2023, your entity was created and you are operating a business, then you have until January 1, 2025 to follow along with these reporting requirements. If you begin an entity from January 1 to December 31, 2024, 90 days after beginning that entity, will you have had to complete these reporting requirements. And then starting January 1, 2025, if you begin an entity anytime after that date, it will just be a 30-day turnaround for you to fulfill the reporting requirements. And as far as what's required for these reports, we're not entirely sure. I do know that they have now opened up 
their reporting site where you can go on and fulfill some of the requirements. I have not gone around and perused it. But again, if you had an entity before January 1, 2024, then you will be required to report these things by December 31st, 2024, or else you face fines and possible jail time. They are threatening upwards of two years in jail and upwards of $10,000 in fines per entity if you do not fulfill these reporting requirements. So if you don't have a tax planner, if you don't have a legal team, you're going to want to reach out to some professionals in your industry who are aware of these changes and who can point you in the right direction. It's not clear as to whether it's a tax thing or a legal thing. If you ask me, it's more of a legal requirement. But as you heard, we are working with our clients, even though we don't provide any form of legal services, we are working with our clients actively to ensure that reports are being done properly. And where we can, we're working with attorneys as well. So that's number one, as things you should be aware of as we turn the calendar over to 2024 and how it impacts your real estate entities. Number two, bonus depreciation. If you are new to the real estate industry, there is what is known as depreciation. And then there is also bonus depreciation, which is kind of an added benefit. And it says that you can take a traditionally depreciable property and add additional depreciation to that already depreciable amount. This goes for assets like homes and cars and appliances and roofs and different assets that you will have in your portfolio. The IRS has from 2017 up until this point and, and up until the end of 2026 allowed bonus depreciation. Now, traditionally, in 20, up until December 31st, 2022, you've been allowed 100% depreciation, 100% bonus depreciation, which basically means you're allowed to take up to the full amount of the depreciable basis for certain properties. And there's a lot of restrictions on what you're allowed to take. But if you have a qualifying property, you're allowed to up until December 31st, depreciate 100% of that property if it meets these requirements. Now, in 2023, they decreased it to 80%. So it went from 100% to 80%. And from here on out, it will decrease an additional 20% every year until it is entirely phased out in 2026. Now, this affects things like cost segregation. Now, cost segregation is a way to break out your assets based on depreciable life. So if you buy a property and inside that property is piping and appliances and plumbing that is included in the purchase price, but the useful life of something like a sink is traditionally less than the useful life of the actual house. So a cost segregation allows you to segregate out, to separate the assets according to useful life. And certain assets, especially those in the five-year useful life, have qualified for bonus depreciation. So not only do you get accelerated depreciation in the form of cost segregation, where you're able to divide out five-year, seven-year, 15-year, 27-and-a-half-year property. But now in the years 2017 up until 2026, you will also be able to accelerate some of that depreciation depending on what year it is. Now in 2024, you can only take 60% of the bonus depreciation compared to 80% last year compared to 100% the year before. So this does affect some of the benefit and some cost segregation experts might not make you aware of this, but you should be aware of it. Now, what this means for your investment portfolio, what it means for whether you should buy properties, it should not have too much of an effect on whether you invest in a property or not. We often say that you should not make a decision, a financial decision based solely off of the fact that it is a tax deduction, right? I would not recommend you to go and buy a car simply because it is a tax deduction. I would work with you on whether you can afford that car, whether it makes sense from a tax perspective, whether it's something that you want to do, whether it's something you need to do, 
And based on all of that criteria and probably a little bit more, we would then make a decision. Okay. Yes, you should go buy that car, but you should never say, I'm going to buy this property simply because I think it will give me a tax deduction and I'll be able to also get 60% bonus depreciation. That is not a smart investment decision. What a smart investment decision is one that makes sense from a numbers perspective. Is it going to cash flow? Is it in a, a good location? Is it affordable? Is it something that you can manage? Is it something that is going to appreciate based on your predictions and the market predictions? Those should make it into your discussion on whether you should invest in not, and then you should have the added benefit of a tax asset as opposed to saying, okay, I'm going to get bonus depreciation. This year it's it's 60%, next year it's 40%. So I'm going to invest in this property this year because I want 60% bonus depreciation. No, your property should be a good, sound investment property. And then we can work on the tax side of things. That's not to say that we don't make decisions because of tax reasons. It's simply not the only reason that we make decisions. So two things that you should be aware of as we enter in 2024. The first is the Corporate Transparency Act, which increases reporting requirements on you, the business owner, and you should be aware of it because there are strict penalties of not following this. And then the second is the change in bonus depreciation. It goes down from 80% in 2023 to 60% in 2024 and will continue to go down unless we see changes in the law, right? Obviously tax law is constantly changing and it seems it's changing even more so in recent years. And one thing that they're actively discussing, as far as I know, in Congress is this idea of bonus depreciation. They've seen quite a bit of investment in the real estate space and it's been driven in large part by these tax incentives. And so they're discussing whether it should change, but at the time of this recording, it has not officially passed as law. So we know that we are basing decisions off of the current law, 60% bonus depreciation in 2024. Other things you should be aware of are some tax deadlines. Obviously we have tax season coming up. So you have the tax deadlines of March 15th and April 15th, depending on how you file. You should be working with your tax advisor on those deadlines. March 15th is the traditional corporate deadline for S corporations and partnership returns. April 15th is your personal deadline as well as the corporate deadline, C corporation deadline. So if you're an S corporation or a partnership, you must file by March 15th. If you don't have your details ready by March 15th, then you're likely going to go on an extension, which extends you out to September for personal and C corporations. You have a deadline of April 15th. If you're not able to get everything filed by April 15th, you will go until October 15th. Now it's important to acknowledge the fact that just because you have a filing extension does not mean that you have an extension on the payment. If you extend your tax return filing to either September 15th or October 15th, you are still required to pay the estimated amount due by the tax deadline. So if you have a tax deadline of April 15th on either your personal or your C corporation, you would be required to pay your estimated tax due amount by that deadline in order to avoid some of these interest and penalties. And it's important to also note that the IRS recently announced that some of their interest rates are going to be increasing. What was traditionally a 3% interest rate has now increased to, I believe, 8% on your failure to pay. And so it makes sense to meet these deadlines when they are, which again would be April 15th. If you're doing estimated taxes, the deadline for the estimated tax of quarter one, 2024 is April 15th, 2024. The deadline for Q4 2023 is January 15th. 2024. And again, it's important to meet those deadlines in order to avoid some of the 
consequences, the penalties and interest, which can add up. But that's about it. That's what's on our plate. There are deadlines coming up. There are changes to the tax law and there are reporting changes all happening this year in 2024. And if you have put off meeting with a tax planner up to this point in your investment journey, make this year the year that you at least meet with a tax advisor to see if it is a good fit for you to get onto their planning services. You know, we are not shy in making known the amount of overpayments that people make simply because they do not plan around taxes. We meet with tens, twenties, and thirties amount of investors each month. And we find that the majority of them could have done something in the past to save on taxes. And we like when they make the decision to say, that's the end of it. I'm onboarding with you. And we'd love to, again, add you to the list of people that will be making that decision this year, 2024. Again, with uncertainty in the economy, uncertainty around your finances, there's one thing that you can do to save and keep more money in your account. I recommend it to be the tax savings and, and making sure that you're doing it properly because there are things to be aware of that you should be afraid of when it comes to deadlines and fines and penalties. And there's a lot to keep track of. And, and that's why it's best to not go at it alone. So if that's you, if you would like to see if we have services fit for you, reach out to the Better Books team. We will schedule a consult where we can go through some of your information and find out if there's anything you can be doing, any mistakes you've made, any missed opportunities you've had. Or if you're just looking for a better relationship, communication and regular meetings with your accountant, then we can discuss that as well. But if you got any sort of value out of this, go ahead and share it with a friend. Leave us a five-star rating and review that really helps us get in the ears and the eyes of listeners and viewers like yourself. If you're listening to this, we have a YouTube channel that we're putting out. And if you would like to join us as a guest, if you're a real estate investor or a tax strategist or just somebody in the financial space and would like to come on and talk to us, then we would also love to hear from you and welcome you onto the show if we think that you have something our listeners would love to hear. So that's it for me. Again, Chris McCormick, CPA, certified tax planner and founder of Better Books Accounting, where it is our goal to eliminate the overwhelm and uneasiness that a lot of investors feel around taxes. And if that would be you, we'd love to talk to you today. Until next time, God bless and keep growing.